this is great. People just keep gassing him up. It's been a month, y'all. It's been a month, and people are still gassing him up about that solo show. I mean, me included, honestly. Uh, so maybe that'll be something I'll have to encourage him to do in the future. If I'm like, I got to do, uh, you know, I got to take a week off for a vacation or something. I don't want you to find a co-host. I need you to just do it solo. <laughs> <laughs> you are forbidden. From getting the he co-host. just gets a co-host and it's just there, sitting there silently, yeah. nodding, <laughs> just with a video version. <laughs> That'd be great. Maybe he could put his his dog on. That'd be great. Dog cam. Awesome. <gasps> dog cam. Yeah, yeah. These are these ideas are free, Kyle. They're free. You're tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. A new month means new expedition. You might have to go on a hatching odyssey to get a dusk form Lycanroc. Rumors of the next Community Day classic are Pori gone. Hisuian Typhlosion will have its day in an upcoming Raid Day event. And more on this episode of GoCast. Hello and welcome to the GoCast podcast, episode 264. I had to double check. I I don't remember what what day of the week it is half the time. Anyway, uh, I'm your host, Chris. And as always, wait, hold on a second. No, not as always, but kind of. Kind of, because from the other show, but uh, this week, standing in for, for Kyle, we've got Lachlan. G'day, and I wouldn't say I'm standing in, I'm sitting in. Sitting in, sitting in, I suppose. Yeah, standing in would imply uh, verticality, and we are both quite sat, as it were. Uh, so, Lachlan, thank you for filling in, uh, especially so so last minute. Appreciate you. It's all right. Well, I couldn't miss the Lanoon episode, could I? Oh, is this is that what this Pokedex number is? Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. I'm going to pretend like you, you just need that five I'm... weeks of you get five weeks of Wormpool still cooking beautifully Cascune dust dogs. <laughs> Woo! Boy, hopefully our episodes don't necessarily reflect the nature of the Pokedex number it corresponds with. Anyway, in this case, Linoon is rad, so that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> um, so yeah, Kyle's out this week. He's recovering from some uh, from some dental procedure. And so, hey, thought maybe talking for an hour or so might not be the greatest thing to do. So Lachlan was nice enough to step in. And if you like what you hear here and you have not already been tuning in, make sure you check out Starpiece where Lachlan and I uh, interview a content creator or figure in the Pokemon world. We just put out the Ian Waterfall episode. He's from uh, the Incense the podcast. Kingdom. Yes, from the UK. Uh, and uh, it's great. Uh, I know you've heard us talk about the Incense podcast before, so you'd really enjoy that. And I'm excited for our next one. It'll be a little surprise, but, uh, you know, maybe consider where I source my Pokalore stuff from, and you'll get a little hint. Uh, But that one is up and coming. But we've got an episode here to do first. I'm going to review the uh, goals that we had set um, the last episode, I got Kyle to report back to me what he did and did not do. So I've got that all the same. Uh, for Kyle, he wanted to get a shiny word here, uh, do some buddy progress, and then also participate in, you know, lightly in some friend gifting. Uh, the answers to these are for friend gifting. He said, sorta. Um, I'm just going to give it to him. Uh, buddy progress. He said, no, I'm surprised, flabbergasted, and I, I can't believe it. Um, and then for shiny word here, he did. And actually a little fun story is that, uh, Zoe sent Zoe 2. sent Kyle and I invites. We both 
hopped into that raid. It was you know the day before for the raid event for us, which is great. So we weren't going to say no. Um, but both of us on our first raid in the same raid from Zoe in Australia, we both got our one and done shinies. Uh, it was incredible. Well, that was the same for me. I, I got one invite from Cricket because she's in a time zone with daylight savings and I'm not. So it was Ooh. an hour before me. My first raid invite from her was shiny. Oh my gosh. The 24 raids I did after that were not shiny. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, you text me that and messaged me or something. And I was like, yeah, dude, that's just the poker karma just leveling out, you know, because what if you had done 20? What if you had done 24 raids and on the 20th, you had gotten the shiny? It wouldn't feel quite so bad. But I would still have done the 24th. Yes, of course. Of course. Yeah. I set that really, um, really big goal of the seasonal episode. <laughs> of what? Doing 24 raids? 250 raids this summer. 250 raids. Hey, man. You got to do 500 raids a summer. That's that's the deal. That's the thing. No, I, between you and Kyle, that's how I'm justifying you. Did we don't have remote raids like they used to be? True, very very true. I have to do most of these in person. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we'll we'll touch on that topic a little bit. I think kind of moving on here because there are some interesting things in uh, upcoming events we could talk about. Um, but for myself, I wanted to catch a three shiny wordier, two shinies besides that, and two hundred thousand stardust. The stardust I did, the two shinies I blew out of the water. I got I think every single at least new um event shiny from the christmas event and like just yesterday before the new year's event ended which we did not cover and we will not cover now because it's finished but there was a new year's event um i got my shiny jigglypuff with a bow i'm very excited about it that's very cool um but for three shiny wordier that was a no-go for me i got the one from the first one and then i did like you know 10 15 more raids after that um and none of them were shiny and at that point i was like you know what i think i'm okay I think I'm just going to let this one ride, uh, which is rare. Uh, so when I'm okay enough to feel that way, we take advantage and we get our day back. <laughs> so uh, not not too bad. Um, but yeah, so it looks like Kyle and I, uh, we tie, which is fitting because he's not here to give me a hard time well, about if, it. Well, if I did Kyle's goals, I got a shiny weird ear. Mm-hmm. I did buddy progress and nice. I did gifts with friends. So, So truly you win this week. I won as Kyle's proxy this week. Okay, I understand. All right, so I'll, I'll let him keep the belt for yet another week. Yeah. And I'll, I'll let him know to thank you, his proxy. <laughs> great. Great, you're right. Okay, well, uh, we've got quite an episode. We've got lots and lots of news to cover. Um, and so I see no reason to delay. Let's just hop right in. Yo, what up? It's the news. <laughs> What's our first piece of news, Lachlan? <laughs> January's Expedition Access. So new Expedition Pass for January. We saw this in December. So it's the same price as it was last month for you. $5 US or the equivalent in your local currency. We get the same bonuses. So that's an extra incubator every day just for spinning the first stop or gym. Three times experience for catching the first Pokemon of the day. Three times experience for your first spin of a Pokestop today. Be able to open... Up to 50 gifts per day. Wow. Receive 150 gifts throughout the day and hold up to 40 gifts at one time in your bag. It's too many. Ah, it saved me a couple days over Christmas, that's for sure. Receiving up to 150 gifts per day, I feel like, is a, a bit. Okay, for some players, that's what they want. Um, if you're on that, was it level 48 where you have to send 
400 gifts um, or 500 gifts or whatever it is oh to gosh. progress to the next level. They're probably very thankful about that bonus. I don't remember that. Did I just black that out? <laughs> you have to send gifts, get lucky Pokemon from trades. I don't know. I did it in four days. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no. I if I I don't remember I was it at all. Everyone saying, Please open my gifts today. I need to send you a replacement. Open your gosh darn gifts. Yeah, so I, I had a nice thing where like um uh, I didn't send gifts prior to that, so I, I, I imagine it was much easier for me. I didn't have to bother people. I just kind of – they were already giftless. And they were yeah. like, oh, my goodness, we got a gift from Chris. We've That's got crazy. Yeah, I had some people send me screenshots of that, that notification come through, and I was like, yep, playing the video game. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, this, this one also has a timed research with it, right? Last time we got a gibble, uh, do we get another gibble? <laughs> Sadly, we don't get Gibble again. We ah. get Togetic, a different community day Pokemon that is egg themed. Gibble oh. because it was first released as shiny around an egg event. Oh, okay, that makes sense. I didn't, I didn't quite get the the nuance, the reference there. So this is, I mean, pretty much just the same. Um, uh, you know, I, I think it, I think it's got good value. I was a proponent of Expedition Pass for last month, and so uh, of course, logically, it would follow that I am again for this month as well. What about you, Lachlan? Are you a fan? Oh, I've been at it struck midnight. I got that ticket. Yeah. Yeah. Can't uh, can't miss an opportunity for one of those incubators because every day that goes by diminishes the value of that pass a little bit and, more. And they have fixed it so that we can now gift it to people, whereas at the start of the month we weren't able to gift it to people. Oh. And they changed that toggle while I was asleep, so I wasn't able to gift it to the person who gifted it to me last month. Oh, somebody else beat you to it or they bought it themselves? Oh, that feels bad. Yeah, it'd be kind of nice if you could send something like an IOU. Like, as soon as this comes out, like, I'm pre-ordering this ticket. It's coming to you. That'd be neat. Well, I think Sarah Amanda would love that, especially with her uh, Wayfarer giveaways in the GoCast server. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, so... Make sure she's the one giving away the tickets each month because there's a few people who she IOUs multiple community day tickets to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so Sarah Amanda, who y'all should know from listening to the show, very active member of of several communities. We're lucky enough to have her in ours. Uh, She runs this really great Wayfair um, competition, which uh, she's called in about and explained before in the past. But one of the prizes is a community day uh, research ticket. So, And this recent month, the only thing you had to do was show your favorite accomplishment in Wayfarer over 2023 to get your entry. So that was really nice and easy to do. And I think Mally from up north here in Queensland won it. Mm. So uh, happy to see an Australian win it this month. Oh, well, yeah. Just bring it home. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're not yet a patron, uh, make sure you join the patron so you can enter Sarah Amanda's giveaways because the next one will be happening before the Community Day Classic. True, true. Um, and if you, I don't think I've mentioned this on the show, but if you're a patron of ours and we are given things from Niantic to give away, um, if we are able to, we put them on social media and then we also put them in the server. So if you're a patron, you can double dip and a chance at some giveaways when we do get them to roll around. Um, the most recent one was actually the, the December Expedition Access Ticket. We gave away 10 of those on the server. So that was really cool. Thanks again to Niantic for that. Um, great. So yeah, that's January expedition access. Uh, if you liked the last one, you like this one. If you didn't, uh, you know, nothing changed. So your opinion probably didn't at all, unless you were like, Oh, my friends are hatching and I'm not, uh, then, you know, <laughs> so moving on here to this next piece of news, which is uh, admittedly a much larger event, uh, lustrous odyssey. 
trainers look toward the setting sun as Duskform Lycanroc makes its howling Pokemon Go debut during the lustrous Odyssey event. If you're watching the video, just saw a little Rockruff. He's very cute. Starting during this event, some Rockruff that trainers hatch or encounter will be able to evolve into Duskform Lycanroc instead of Midday Form or Midnight Form Lycanroc. Did you say some Rockruff? Yeah, you know, we'll come back and dissect that because uh, that's the talking point of this event, I think, for sure. <laughs> um, but first things first, when is this? It's Saturday, January 6th. It'll be this Saturday, um, and it's going to run until Wednesday, January 10th at 8 p.m. local time. So it's only, a, you know, it's a handful of days. It's four days. Um, so it'll be it'll be kind of a, a rush for this. Five days. Five oh five full days, right? Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Yep. Uh, debut, Dusk Form Lycanroc. The wolf Pokemon will make its Pokemon Go debut. Uh, and for the first time in Pokemon Go, trainers will be able to evolve Shiny Rockruff into Shiny Dusk Form Lycanroc. How exciting. And uh, starting with this event, some Rockruff that trainers hatch or encounter will be able to evolve into Dusk Form Lycanroc, like we just mentioned. Uh, there are some bonuses. There's an increased frequency of buddy Pokemon bringing you souvenirs. Also, presents. Uh, your buddy will spend more time on the map after being fed berries or poffins. Rockruff hatched from eggs received as Adventure Sync rewards during Pokemon Go Timeless Travels may have a chance to evolve into Dusk Form Lycanroc. That's pretty cool. Um, so you may already have an eligible Rockruff in your bag if you haven't transferred it because of its um, previously lackluster IVs. So fingers yeah. crossed for some of those trainers. I don't have high hopes for myself because while I do get that egg uh, every once in a while, I don't think I keep those rock roughs unless they're hundos. So it's going to be the case for most trainers, I think. Yeah. Um, but there is going to be a wild encounter pool for this five day long event. Uh, Ghastly, Eevee, Spinarak, Sunkern, Teddy, Ursa, Lunatone, Solrock, Young Goose, Fomantis, Morlull, Espeon, and Umbreon. All of those are shiny eligible which for Espeon and Umbreon is a return to being able to be shiny in the wild because they actually disabled their ability to be shiny after the season of, uh, I believe it was Mischief, the Hooper season, where hmm. you were able to get Espeon and Umbreon in the wild. And I recall the morning of the last day of that season, they got a wild shiny Umbreon. Ooh. And then they haven't been able to be shiny since. So I'm hoping that this is them turning back on those shinies permanently. That'd be nice. It would be kind, it? be kind of petty if they turned it back off you know well maybe they weren't meant to turn them on for this and the blog article was mistyped so i guess we'll have to wait and see <laughs> yeah yeah i guess we'll just have to wait and see kind of the pokemon go trainers mantra oh let's just see how it shakes out <laughs> um in raids and one star raids you'll be seeing hisui and growlith rhyhorn hisui and sneasel and rock rough uh, Three-star raids will feature Lapras, Aerodactyl, Hisuian, Braviary, and Wordier. So if you missed out on the Wordier raid day, or even further back, the Hisuian, Braviary raid day, and I guess it's like three subsequent times it's been in raids, uh, now's a good time to grab those. Lapras and Aerodactyl are much more common, so if you're newer and you're like, what do I spend my raid passes on? Uh, Wordier, Hisuian, Braviary, if you don't have them, I'd snag them. Because um, the other ones you can get different ways for sure. Uh, in eggs, ooh, exciting, exciting. The following Pokemon will hatch from two kilometer and seven kilometer eggs in addition to the Pokemon that currently hatch from those eggs. <gasps> Rockruff. No that's surprises there. No. <laughs> Although, good that it's in two and seven. I think that's a really good accessibility thing they've started doing 
this season in particular where the featured Pokemon have been in twos and fives, not just yeah. seven K eggs. Because if they were just in seven K eggs with the expedition passes, I think we'd have a lot of people upset that people who bought the pass had access to more hatches during the event. Oh yeah, that's fair because of the gifts and such. Yeah. Um you know, if, if there was an egg guarantee drop from the from the gifts, then there wouldn't be that much of a problem. But then it would be a bigger problem because 20 versus 50. <laughs> yeah, but if you are hatching 50 eggs in a day, because you only hatch nine at a time, I don't know, at some point, you're just like, give it to them, you know? Like- <laughs> There's some people in, you know, the Fleece King Twitch chats who are saying, how come he gets all the shiny luck? And I'm like, you're literally watching him catch a thousand Pokemon. Yeah. The grind is happening before thine eyes. Yeah. Um, speaking of speaking of grind, the last thing here to mention about this event, well, I guess there's two field research task encounters. There will be event field research tasks available, and uh, the following Pokemon will be available to encounter when you complete them: Hisuian Growlithe, Hisuian Sneasel, and of course Rockruff. And then there's bundles in the store in the web store. But yeah, can I put a prediction out that the Rockruff encounter is going to be locked behind Hatch and Egg? That's. I think that would be a good one. That would probably make I'm sense. Gonna, and I'm going to put Hisui and Growlithe behind Hatch Two Eggs because that's what it was previously. Uh okay. Uh yeah. <laughs> so is Hisui and Sneasel Hatch Three? I don't. I don't think so. No way. What was it no last way. time? It was Hatch Two Eggs last time. I think it but was. Hisui and Growlithe also in the seasonal rotation for Spin Five Pokestops. So oh, okay. we'll just have to wait and see. Interesting. Yeah, so so this event, Lachlan, egg-focused, of course. But the, the big thing here is this addition of the, the missing form of Lycanroc that we've been waiting on bated breath for, this dusk form Lycanroc. And it, they, they, could have, they could have released this so that, you know, hey, during dusk, you just evolve your rock rough and you get the dusk form. But instead, we're, we're doing this thing where certain Lycanroc will have Lycanroc, oh, sorry, certain rock rough will have the opportunity to evolve into dusk form Lycanroc. Not all of them. And certainly not the ones you you got prior to this event, unless they were the Adventure Sync eggs, right? Um, so nobody really, probably, I'd go on a limb and say just about everybody does not have a, an eligible rock rough for this. And so we'll be forced to get them by what raiding, hatching, field research for a chance. So as someone who's hatched five shiny rock rough, this hurts a little bit because I had a shiny rock rough named Dusk had a four-star Rockruff named Dusk, mm. which I hatched, both of them. And they've just been sitting in my bag waiting. But there was always a part of my brain that said, how are they going to implement own tempo? Because for players who don't know, Rockruff in the main series games to evolve into the Dusk form has to have a specific ability that traditionally has only been given away at events up until Scarlet and Violet, where it was available as a static fixed encounter uh, as a terrestrial wild Pokemon. So you can't use items to change it to own tempo. It's always been harder to obtain form. And it's based on the lichen rock that Ash used in the Alola animes. Oh. So there is, from a Pokemon company law perspective, there is a little bit more to explain it. And as much as it bothers me, I was secretly hoping it was just going to be like an adventure with your buddy evolution. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. To at least get that third evolution button. 
that would have been that would have been nice and like i understand them wanting us to uh you know engage with the game in other ways and stuff and earn something that makes a lot of sense um but this really does not feel great for people like yourself who have been saving you know uh shiny rock rough or hundo rock rough for for this opportunity um i you know personally i think i think rock rough is a little too per, um, popular to do stuff like this and get away scot-free uh i mean it's it's ultimately going to be fine right We'll get enough distance past this where people won't even think about it, and unless you just have your shiny rock rough sitting in there just looking sad, called dusk, right? Um, but in the moment, it it, it feels not great, <laughs> even if it is great to get that Pokemon in the game. And players do have to realize that Rockruff is a 1 in 64 chance of being shiny, so it's one of the few perma-boosted Pokemon that we have in eggs, eggs and raids. Yeah. So to have it accessible through research, raids, and eggs that you can just collect from stops in 2k eggs, that's more accessible than your normal egg event. And Niantic's not making you hatch more than one egg at a time. Mm-hmm. Just because you see that 7,000 coin bundle in the shops that Chris and I probably have both bought, doesn't mean that you have to do that because once it's in the game, the way this is read, it will come back and back and back and back and back. And eventually you'll be in the wild or have a community day and it will be featured in a way that's more accessible for players to get. So if you miss out during this event, just remember how the game works. It will come back around. But I do think the other thing notable about this event is Lunaturn and Solrock, a breaking region lock. So that's another oh, yeah. cool thing for people who might have picked up the game recently to have access to a new Pokedex entry. That's right. And and they'll never know the pain of trying to find a Lunatone when it was first released at like 2 a.m. in the middle of a street. <laughs> you had Solrock, right? So was that an easier? We did. It was a much easier, much easier hunt for you, right? Because it was just out during the day. And it came out as during a month in which we had a lot of windy and partly cloudy weather. Oh, perfect. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, you know, overall, um, aside from the, the technicalities around getting Dusk Form, uh, is this a yay or a nay of an event for you? It's a... I'm on the fence. I'm not going to go out of my way to play hard. Um, for people who don't know much about how I play the game, I play it a lot. I do a lot of trades with friends, especially when we have the seasonal bonus of Guaranteed Candy XL from trades. So I look at this list of wild encounters. I have 4,000 EV Candy XL. I don't need any more EV Triangle. as i like to call them and i've got the resources and the shinies for everything else on that list except fomantis where i need one shiny and more lol where i need one more shiny and that's not enough to have me walking around in the middle of the australian summer yeah that's uh that's fair enough do you think you're gonna do your best to try to get at least one dusk form like rock before this event is over well i will be out and about playing on saturday because it's community day Mm mm-hmm so I will naturally be walking around during Rowlet Community Day, so I'll probably clear through the eggs I have in my bag during then and see what research tasks I can hold on to going into the event. Gotcha. Yeah, I, uh, I too, am going to be out and about, out and about during uh, Rowlet Community Day. We'll see. We'll see how luck treats us. That'd be nice. Look, I think this event would have been really good for a, a rock rough spotlight hour. It would have been. Oh, that would have been great. Yeah. Uh, what is next Tuesday's spotlight hour? It's really that lackluster. Oh, okay. <laughs> let, let me confirm for you before I talk out of the back of my head. Sure, sure. 
Leek Duck, you fail me. Oh, no. Just sitting there. Uh oh. Leek Duck. Uh, It's Evie. Evie's the spotlight hour. Oh, that's actually a good one for people. People like Evie. Okay. Well, for people who, again, are still working on, I think, what's that level 41 level up where you have to evolve each of the Evie evolutions? Yeah, I think that's that one. That's a good chance for your more average player to pick up um, spare Eevees just to hit Evolve and hope they get the Vaporeon, Jolteon, and Flareon. Good deal. Um, I I do try and think through the Niantic perspective when they're just making these events, like the souvenir increase. That's going to help people who need to get buddy souvenirs to level up in one of whichever level that was. So yeah. I'm looking at this and thinking this is a very good chance for people who've been playing, but not as hardcore as say Chris or I mm-hmm. have a chance of just catching up. So that's what I see this event as. It's a good event to catch up with. Yeah, I would say so. Especially like the things that we had also pointed out about raids too. Like, yeah, there's lots of opportunity here, especially for a newer player. So that's cool. Very like those cool. tier one raids just ignore Rhyhorn. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, if you've both, got a free pass to use, you may as well. Hisuian Growlithe, Hisuian Sneasel, and Rockruff. And like you said, Rockruff perma boosted for shiny. So, yeah, I imagine we'll see quite a few blue Rockruffs on our timelines this next week for sure from people. Because the tier five raid boss is Tornadus. Oh, during boy. this event. It's not shiny, right? Oh, no, Tornadus. Tornadus can be shiny. Yeah, but one of, one of the forms can't be, right? Therian can't be. No, no, they, they've all, all got oh, really good. shiny now. This is how much yeah. I care about the genies, man. I just don't. <laughs> I did a random raid for a Tornadus, got a hundo, and I'm like, great. And it's the only four-star legendary I have not powered up. Oh, my gosh. Oh, well. Hey, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of, of good opportunities for newer players, Lachlan, uh, can you tell us about the January 2024 Community Day Classic that was just announced? Well, it's Porygon. Yeah! I love Porygon. It's Porygon's such a great. One. Yeah. It's got such a vibrant blue shiny. It does. Um, so trainers, we're excited to announce that Porygon, the virtual Pokemon, will be featured during the January Community Day Classic. When will this Community Day Classic be, you might ask? It will be January the 20th of 2024. I was about to say January the 20th of this year. <laughs> Which I Which guess is, is correct. That's true, yeah. <laughs> I'm so used to reading this from the Australian perspective, because on our versions oh. of the website, it does swap the 20 to be the front of January. January 2024, so, the 20th. 2001-24. <laughs> okay. <laughs> from 2 to 5 p.m. local time. Uh, so this is well, the first time we're having a community classic, unless you count the Charmander with both moves, of a previously six-hour community day. So... Rest in peace. Rest in peace. So evolve Porygon to Porygon's evolution during the event or up to two hours afterwards to get a Porygon Z that knows the charged attack, try attack. <laughs> Trainer battles me. 65 power and has a chance <laughs> of lowering the opposing, opposing Pokemon's attack and defense. And in gyms and raid, it does 75 power. Um, but trainers, Porygon 2 gets try attack without needing a charge elite charge TM. So Porygon 2 learns it naturally. And it's much better on Porygon 2 than it is on Porygon Z. Ooh, a real Charger Bug situation, huh? <laughs> I think Charger Bug still needs an Elite Fast TM for Volt Switch, though. Oh, does it? Oh, bummer. Yeah, it's a Legacy bummer, bummer. move. It's a, technically a Community Day move. Oh, my gosh. And for $1 or the equivalent in your local 
currency, there will be the Community Day Classic Special Research Story. And bonuses for this Community Day, as they were in the original Community Day Classic, were three times catch experience. Lure modules activated during the event will last for three hours, except the Golden Lure module. Incense, excluding the Daily Adventure Incense, activated during the event will last for three hours. And take some snapshots for a Community Day snapshot surprise. Now, in recent calm days, I've forgotten to do my snapshots. Oh, me too. Oh, me too. I need it for the metal still. The um, only cool thing about it is you can search your storage for, I think, snapshots, the um, the search term, and it pulls up every Pokemon that was from snapshots. So if you get a snapshot oh. shiny, it's tagged and searchable in your storage. I didn't know that. That's really, really cool, actually. Huh. Uh, um, so the it, walls- it is wild, by the way, that uh, they go out of their way for incense to exclude daily adventure, but for lure modules, they don't mention the golden ones. It really bothers me, which is why I wanted to add it. Because since it was, I think there was one tweet by Niantic support that just said, oh yeah, the golden lore module is excluded. Yeah. But it's never mentioned in the blog. It'd be nice like before somebody burnt it and was like, why is it only for an hour? That they knew it would only be for an hour. Or for half an hour. And in events where it's meant to be an hour, they still last for half an hour. I get like during the the city safaris where lures last for eight hours. They probably don't want golden lures lasting for eight hours. Sure. Sure. But for a community day, maybe just reduce the coin drop rate over that three hours to balance it out. Yeah, work with us, you know. Um, it's <laughs> just a weird exclusion. It's like how when the mystery box was first released, it was once a week and you got six spawns or what when stationary. So yeah. these things evolve over time. There'll also be a timed research trainers awarding three upgrades and three Sinnoh stones between 2 and 7 p.m. local time. So this will probably be something as simple as catch three Porygon and maybe power up five times. And the upgrades are required to evolve Porygon into Porygon 2, and Sinnoh Stones are required to evolve Porygon 2 into Porygon Z. I, I, it makes my skin crawl, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, it's the Queen's English. I understand. I guess it's the King's English now. I mm. Oh, I don't like that. I like I like. It doesn't, doesn't roll off the tongue as well. No, 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 no. You Americans borrowed the English language from uh, the UK, so just because you uh, decide to <laughs> twist and add Zs into every other word, we uh, you we you know we just sort of like we take things and we make them our own. Um, and sometimes the best way possible, and then sometimes it's Z. Well, you know, uh, I just love doing the alphabet song when you end on Z. L M N O P Q R S T U V W X Y Z. I just I don't get that. I, like it just sounds so wrong to me. What's wrong with the Z? Uh, Z is fine. Like I don't know why we have to be different. Why? Why this division between us and our countries? And, well, Canada is like your neighboring border, and they're on Team Z. So yeah, but that's Canada. At this point, man. you're the minority on landmass. You, you can't use Canada to prove a point. You know, that's I have to say that yes, as an American. Can. Yeah, no, no, no way, no way, no way. I mean, unless, unless you're like me and you're arguing about healthcare with other Americans, then I'm like, they got it. <laughs> we got it. Gosh, everybody's got it. The UK uh, has it. So there were reasons to not leave the monarchy, America. Yeah, true, true. Fair enough. Um, but we just, we just didn't care about the tea and we, we wanted to, I don't know, something else, something about something a flower. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> Uh, but I think there's there's also Porygon showcases and there's event bundles in the shop and in the web store. Oh, see, um, I forget about showcases now that I have that metal platinum. You're done, huh? 
Wow, you hit 100 about during it. the last um, showcase window. I got first place on three Jigglypuff, and I'm done. Wow, good for you. Um, I mean, but the rewards are pretty decent. Are you still going to throw in when you see them? Yeah, yeah. So, but okay. I don't have to worry about setting an alarm for three minutes before it ends to do a last minute shuffle around to try and place a little higher just for more stardust. I always forget. And I like, I always check like the day before or the morning of when it's going to be done. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Uh, second, first, second. Right. And I come back later or I get my, re- my results at like eight and it's like six, seven, 10. I'm like, what happened? <laughs> Why am I the only person not paying attention? My word. <laughs> And with the showcases, just remember, trainers, that the longer the showcase is on for, the better the rewards. So community day showcases generally have a lower payout in experience and Stardust and premium items as compared to the events like Jigglypuff, which lasted for three days. Yes, sir. So are we excited about Porygon Classic? I mean, I, you know, Porygon is rarer and uh, sometimes getting the evolution items for a newer trainer can be difficult. So it's nice to have it all sort of laid out for you. It's also a pretty compelling shiny. I really love Porygon, but unfortunately I'm at the ballet. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! So family booked ballet um, for my aunt and all of her grandchildren and my cousins to go to. And she's like, oh, we got a free ticket. Do you want to come? And I said, sure. And uh, yeah, that starts at 1 p.m. on that Saturday. So I might get <laughs> uh, an hour of gameplay. But as someone who played the original Community Day, I'm not too bothered. How long is, uh, I don't know, an, an average event at the ballet? I would assume probably two hours, two, two, two and a half yeah, hours. Yeah. Okay. Well, that'll so be So I cool. might get between four and five. Just have your plus going in your pocket, you know. <laughs> Just the go plus plus flashing from the audience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I had it. I had it at my, uh, I was at a friend's Christmas party like two weeks ago. Um, and I had a, a sweater on with pockets um, and I had my plus plus in my pocket and I thought I had it facing me, uh, but it was facing front. And so every once in a while it would go off and I wasn't looking at it, but people were like, why is there a rave going on on your stomach? And I was like, <laughs> don't worry about it. Uh, just, you know, coming for a hug and just like. Like last night I was looking for my go plus plus before I went to bed and I'm like, I know what I can do. I open Pokemon Go, I pair it, and I just look around the dark house for the rain. Yeah, there you go. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing it? you can do is I think open Pokemon Sleep and play sound effects through yeah. the Pokemon Sleep app. You can but, at least test the cries. Yep. All right. So Porygon Classic, that'll be cool. Unless, of course, you're tied up at the ballet. Um, last event. Well, last piece of news, uh, and it's the best one ever. Hisuian Typhlosion Raid Day event. Yeah, that's right. You heard it right. Trainers, the team has come to blaze through new raid battles and a season-long exploration of the Hisui region ahead of Pokemon Go Tour Sinnoh with a raid day featuring Hisuian Typhlosion. Join us in celebrating these Pokemon from the Sinnoh region's past before catching up to the present for Pokemon Go Tour Sinnoh. Only time will tell when Hisui and Typhlosion will return. So make sure you catch this opportunity. <laughs> so clever. When is this? Sunday, January 14th from 2 to 5 p.m. local time. Don't sleep on it. You'll regret it. He's cool. Uh, event bonuses. Receive up to five additional free raid passes from spinning gym photo discs. The remote raid limit will be increased to 20 on Saturday, January 13th from 4 p.m. to Sunday, January 14th. 
sorry, sorry. It's on Saturday, January 13th from 4 p.m. to Sunday, January 14th at 7 p.m. PST. So, oh, so it's not local time. No, 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 it's not. Which uh, that that is that is a departure. That means I from... have Monday for extra remote rides. It's a bad day for it. Ooh, ooh. yeah. Um, increased chance to encounter shiny Hisuian Typhlosion, and obviously Hisuian Typhlosion will appear more frequently in raids. There's a five dollar, uh, you know, U.S. or local equivalent ticket to accompany this which gives some familiar bonuses such as eight additional raid passes from spinning gym photo discs, uh, increased chance to get rare candy XL from raid battles, 50% more XP from raid battles and two times stardust from raid battles. So if you intend to go hard, get that ticket, I'd say. I do want to point out that the event that overlaps with this, the dazzling dream event, which I believe you and Kyle cover next week also includes two times catch stardust. So, Every catch that you make during that day will also be double catch stardust. So make sure you're still catching Pokemon as you walk between gyms. Nice. Yeah. Perfect. Um, yeah. So that, that just dropped. So yeah, we'll, we'll have to probably save that for uh, next week. Uh, we don't want to bog everybody down. There's so much stuff. I say that, but the past like four episodes have been so news heavy. <laughs> See, this is what happens. You're, you're one day late and, Niantic puts out another seven blog articles for you. To that's cover. right. That, that, that's exactly what happens. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, Hisui and Typhlosion. I'm hype. I'm really, really hype. I'm excited. I'm going to do a lot of them um, and uh, set a good shiny goal for it next week. And if you're on our yet. Patreon Discord, uh, reach out to me on that Saturday if you want some early invites. There you go. Yep. We do have a remote raid channel and uh Lachlan's very, very responsive. So if you're looking if you for at raids, message me, I will see it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Please remember the at message, friends. <laughs> uh so that is it for news uh this week. Lots of exciting things on the horizon. Um and yeah, it's gonna be cool. It's gonna be cool. Good luck uh this upcoming week with um, you know, your your rock rough and your dusk form and your eggs. Can I just have a prediction that we're going to get Hisuian Decidueye next month as a raid day? No. Why would you say that? That's just out there. You have no reason to say that. You're just speculating. Well, it's good speculating. (laughs) Oh, okay. I I think had Rowlet already had its community day, we would have had Decidueye first. Mm -hmm. And it would have gone the normal grass, fire, water. Yeah, but because Rowlet hadn't been released shiny, they had to reverse it to water fire grass. And that's fine. Hey, you know, whatever works. I, I also have a feeling that we're going to get the chance during Sinnoh Tour to evolve into the Hisuian starters during that event. So, if make sure your trainers just in case you get one spare shiny Rowlet. So make sure you get four during the community day, just in case there is that chance of evolving it into Hisuian Decidueye. Because that way, if you are unlucky during the raid day, or if you have to miss it for work commitments, or the ballet. you have a, still a chance of getting, <laughs> or the ballet, <laughs> you still have a chance of getting that into your decks. Yeah. Sound advice. And you should listen to it. Uh, but that's going to wrap up the news section this week. And since Kyle isn't here, there is no gear up segment because there is no gear up without Kyle. Um and and because we had so much news and we've got a lot of stuff to do with uh, emails and like we're actually also going to pass on by Pokalore this week probably would have been Rowlet but I see no reason why we can't do it next week because 
while it deserves some time to shine, literally and otherwise. Uh, but we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll dive into Pokepoll and emails and all that good stuff. Welcome back. It's Pokepoll time. Kyle's not here. He always takes it. So this is strange. Uh, <laughs> Lachlan, you got to help me out here, please. <laughs> all right. Last week's question. What is your proudest Pokemon Go achievement from the past year? What does Modders say, Chris? Modders says, hello, gents and DeFi250. For me, it's leaving FOMO behind. I was proper miffed when Niantic reduced the remote raid limit, but in the end, it saved me time, money, and stress. It just doesn't feel like that big of a deal anymore. If it's a raid boss I've done before or not, a raid day, research day, or calm day, I know I don't need to go that hard to get what I need. If I don't need... If I don't get the goods, uh, then I'm part of a community that will look after me as I would them. So it's all good. It's been a great year, chaps, in DeFi 250. Much love, shiny vibes, and a non-apologetic length of Pokepole answer to you all. Cheers. We love modders on this program. We love anyone from the Commonwealth, that's for sure. Yeah, sure. So, uh, yeah, uh, leaving FOMO behind, I feel like whether you plan on it or not, has been a goal uh, achieved by many people this past year and probably for a similar reason. So that's that's good. Can I tell you something scary, Chris? Sure. Over the past 10 days, I missed my Pokestop spin twice and my daily research stamp twice. That is alarming. How's that say I've left FOMO behind? Oh, my goodness. Good for you. Good for you. Why are you are you playing Monster Hunter now instead? Is that is that what's no, happening? No, I'm playing Pokemon Sword and Shield. <laughs> are you playing through Sword and Shield? Yeah, so I never actually finished the uh, Crown Tundra. Oh, okay, yeah. So yeah. once I finished all the DLC in Scarlet Violet, I'm like, right, back to Gen 8. That's and also, right. I love hatching eggs in Generation 8. It's a lot more efficient process than sitting around a picnic table to get eggs. Yeah, you just run around your bike really fast. <laughs> yeah, perfect. But yeah. also, you can get eggs while running around on your bike. So, Walrain writes, given that I've caught a 93% IV Galarian Articuno, this decision ended up being rather difficult. But for me, it has to be the sun god itself, Volcarona. Yeah. Not only was it my first round of eggs during Larvesta's launch event, incredible luck. Yep. But I swiped the 10k egg on my birthday and hatched it the following morning. Volcarona has since grown into a top five Pokemon of mine, and I attribute some of that to the one in 21,600 luck that it was and the 1,200 kilometers we've spent together. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Cheers, guys. It's been a while. I really hope all is well. That's some good buddy progress there. Check check out the calf muscles on that Volcarona. (laughs) Well, it it just floats around. So so it's the wings that you got to check out? A little little beefy, a little beefy. Such a good shiny. I can't wait till we get that shiny, but I know it's going to be egg-locked. I'm going to lose my mind when that shiny comes out. Um, they put Volcarona in raids and Love Esther in eggs, and that's the best way that they can simulate the way it worked in Unova. They could. Do you think maybe they'll do like an event at some point in time where they have like them for a raid weekend or something? Well, for people who didn't play Unova, you encountered Volcarona as a static encounter in the overworld, mm-hmm. and the only way to get Love Esther was to breed that Volcarona with a ditto in black and white originally. So... I wouldn't be surprised if static encounter turns into raid battle and eggs is still how you get Larvesta. Yeah, so. that makes sense. 
I don't know. That's that would probably be the best case scenario with Niantic logic. Um, yeah, getting access to Volcarina and raids before the eggs. Twelve hundred kilometers is nuts. That's really impressive. Yep. Um, this next one is from Adam Ant, and they said, "Helping my youngest son with the logistics of making his account work for him. He's a very casual player, so is always out of stock on supplies, low on mon storage, and uh, doesn't have coins for raid passes." This year, I figured out how to get both his and my account to work at the same time on my phone with an auto catcher. So while I'm at work, three stops in a gym, I can let both our accounts fill up on resources and earn some coins at the gym if it's the right color. So when we do play events like Community Days, he's got enough balls, revives and potions and coins ready for any raids he wants to do. He tells me I'm his hero and I'll take it. I'm going to assume this is done in a way that works with the with the plus plus. I'd love to see the rave happening at the sky's office with the two of them flashing. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah, you had to like put it like a like wrap it up in a really dark colored blanket and just like try to muffle the light. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I've seen people putting um really dark stickers over the the button. Yeah. <laughs> like black um duct tape. <laughs> yeah, that I mean that'll that'll do part of it, but it'll still like seep out the sides and it's just so strong. That light is so bright. I think they put four LEDs in there. Like oh, they my. really over-engineered it. Gosh, yeah. Well, hey, you know. Again, like you said, at least you'll know where it is. Uh but that's incredible. Uh I think, you know, making a really good memory with your family, that's what the game is really all about, is f- spending time with friends and family. So I'm Adamant, if you could, you know, if I was your son, I'd be happy for you to stock up on my bag while you're at work for me. Yeah. I could just stay at home playing video games. It'd be great. <laughs> and I, every time Adamant's written in before, my brain has gone Adam Ant, not Atom Ant. Yeah. So I'm very yeah, happy Adamant. to now know it's Adamant. There I you can go. Now see the <laughs> not Adamant, <laughs> but Atom Ant. And not Adamant Time either. That's right. Mm-mm, never again. So, Triptando writes, my proudest. Triptando writes, my two proudest 2023 moments that I would want to share are both PvP related. In Go Battle League, I'd reached an all-time high rating of 3,598 and a Ooh. leaderboard placement of 16th in the world. That's insane. That's an incredibly high ELO. Wow. And in the official Play Pokemon tournament circuit, I played one regional this year, and I'm very proud to say that I made top 12 in that specific tournament, which happened in October in Lille. That tournament was super stacked and had some amazingly big, massive names in the competition. And I earned 80 championships points for the, from that event. My brain is auto-filling the rest of the sentence. I'm sorry, Triptando, for <laughs> adding words into that. For 2024, I don't know how dedicated I'll play Go Battle League, but I'll be at a few tournaments and I'll give it my best to earn some more championship points. Good deal. Good luck to you. I mean, 16th in the world on the leaderboard, that's nuts. That's so impressive. Yeah. So we want to see 15th this year, Triptando. That's right. That's right. If it's only 17th, we'll all be disappointed and we'll lose money on having batted on you. <laughs> oh, we don't bet on Pokemon in Australia. No, we don't do that over here either. Um, we we a, bet on um, whether the kangaroos are going to make it to school or not. Kangaroos go to school in Australia? That's amazing. Well, got to, how, do, how do you think we get to school? You should see the traffic jams. And it's just oh, parts it's... of kangaroos <laughs> with people so, so when you ride your kangaroo, are you in the pouch with, with the joey? Or are you on its back, like on a saddle? On its back, yeah. 
Okay. It's like Sneasel in Legends Arceus. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you're like what, the wicker basket on its back. <laughs> Love it. All right, we got some emails, too. Well, that's why this, I say I'm a passenger. I'm a passenger. I'm a passenger. <laughs> I truly am a passenger. See, I'm in this wicker basket. Uh, we've got some email responses as well. This first one is from Doddish22, and they said, My proudest achievement of 2023 was catching all three Galarian birds. Got Moltres in February with an Ultra Ball, Articuno in October with an Ultra Ball, and just last week I used one of my two Master Balls to catch the Zapdos. Also, me and my friend Amira traded a Rayquaza, and mine went hundo without <gasps> it even being a lucky trade. That was probably one of the best moments of my Pogo life. Good luck in 2024, gents. Dottish 22. That's crazy good. I believe the chance of getting a hundo non-traded Pokemon is lower than the chance of getting lucky friends and then rolling a hundred percent ivs really i think that's how the math works out because it's one to 80 and then one to 64 so yeah and the if you're best friends it's uh 11 to the power of three is the chance of getting a hundo from a best friend trade this is news to me (laughs) sorry i thought oh sorry i forgot we don't do math here (laughs) yeah sorry no i I was told i was told there'd be no math (laughs) Uh, we had another email. It's from Tony, and what do they what do they have to say, Lachlan? Happy New Year, Chris and Kyle. I hope that your holidays have been merry and peaceful. My greatest achievement in 2023 in Pokemon Go has been building a local community from the ground up. After the introduction of remote raids, along with the pandemic, my local area Pokemon Go community has been a bit fragmented to what I thought was beyond repair. I was a solo player who returned in late 2020 with the occasional company. If I dragged out my cousin or coworker to play in either a community day or a go fest. I knew that there were still local players in my area. At first I would maybe see one or two people play major events, but in the past three years, I was never able to cultivate a good community until the launch of campfire to the public. Hmm. This was an absolute game changer for my community. I shortly created a group and started inviting every player I knew and would meet. We're now a group of 159 players were very much active. We host raid hour every week, shadow raids on weekends and always have a good group for community days. This experience has led me to new lifelong friends and a community of players who are very passionate about the game. For anyone who feels they have no other players around, you just have to start small and slowly build your community, even if it's just a group of friends. Passion for this game is infectious, and you'll soon meet new players or returning players ready to join and play events side by side with your community. That's amazing, Tony. I hope you've applied to be a community ambassador because it sounds like you already are a community ambassador. Let's get Niantic start sending you stuff to give out to help support your community more. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like sounds like they already have quite quite the bit of success. Like this is the ideal situation. So for those of you that are writing in and always asking about like how do you build communities and stuff like that, this is kind of the blueprint. You know, uh, Tony's kind of lined it out, outlined it um, rather uh, nicely. It, it might sound counterintuitive but your friends will be interested in what you're interested in so they don't have to play every day it's mm-hmm. okay just to log in once or twice a month they're still part of the community yep. and if you're with them and you're out getting a drink and there's a raid say hey why don't you redownload the app and we'll do this together and then it starts because you know that returning player luck exists and they'll get a shiny off that raid. Ah, and you'll be yeah. upset at them for getting so lucky and they'll be like, ooh, this is a fun feeling. I should do right. this more. Right, exactly, exactly. Like, actually, uh, are there any other raids around here that we could do? Yeah. <laughs> so it might suck that Niantic really wants you to play this game with someone else, with party play, especially that party play research. But 
I'd say 95% of the player base know someone who they could convince to play the game again. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Uh, thank you for the email. Great job. Uh, this one is from Mesa Climber, and they say, Hello, everyone. I hope you're doing well. I'm a first-time emailer, long-time listener. I have a couple of questions and a story to share regarding this week's Pokepole. First off, I'm curious about your prized Shundos. How many do you have? Which Pokemon are they, and how did you manage to snag them? Additionally, I'd love to know which Pokemon you think should be added to Pokemon Go next. I think it should be the Galar starters. Okay, let's do this. How many Shundos do you have, Lachlan? I know that we have the same Shundo for something. Oh, really? Okay. We both have a Lol and Gollum. Oh, I haven't evolved mine yet. He's still a little Geo Oh, still a Geo dude. You didn't mm-hmm. get the Com Day move? No, no, no. I will. I will. So, as I've alluded to, I play this game a lot. So, I would like to preface that I play this game a lot. <laughs> I'm going to try and list them by memory. Okay. I think it's 15. My word! Shundos? My goodness. So the first one was a Beldum, which was from a regular trade from not even a best friend before Lucky Pokemon was introduced to the game. Just because we wanted to re-roll some shinies. So at the end of Raid Hour, we just did a trade. And that Metagross is so good. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Then we have Latios from a Lucky trade. We have Doug Trio, which was just a regular trade that went lucky. We have Inkay was from the Research Day. Um, Community Day Shinies, we have Surviper. Not Surviper. Um, Superior. Oh, there Superior. we go. Yeah. Superior Sloking. <laughs> Tyranitar from the most recent Community Day weekend, which oh, I actually nice. caught at the end of Community Day during like the overnight period. I just oh, found nice. a random shiny lavatar. I'm like, oh, yay. I praised it. I'm like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. It was just a random spawn. Um, oh, my goodness. I'm forgetting ones. Uh, Alolan Golem. Uh, Nihiligo from Raids. Zekrom from Raids. Um, what are the lucky ones? Are there Latios? So I said Latios. Kyogre. Lucky, lucky Kyogre, I should clarify. Yep. I know I'm missing some. Uh, Lillipup, which is still a Lillipup, because I have a feeling we're going to get a Stoutland Community Day one day. Oh, I hope so. That'd be a fun one. And so NK and Lillipup are the level 50 non-evolved. Just trying to visualize the CP. Doug Trio is at like 1800. See, my phone's not with me right now. <laughs> oh. I left is it, it in a different room. Oh, look at you. Oh, who am I forgetting? I'm going to be so upset when I remember who I've forgotten. You, I mean, you're already blowing me out of the water. I've only got two. So I've, I've got that Alolan uh, Geodude that I literally just got like two weeks ago. And then that Espeon from the original EV community day. That oh, I'd love a Shundo Espeon. It's it's good. It's real good. We love yeah, it. The lucky trades I've done for shiny EVs is a little ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh yeah some oh, of us just get gonna play me i'm gonna randomly say the name of a pokemon later tonight and that will be the the last shundo okay perfect uh there's more to this email though now on to the pokeball question what is your proudest pokemon go achievement from this past year now i've got a story it was the summer of 2023 and i've had uh and i had been at the mall with my grandma for what felt like an eternity 
She was on a mission to shop for just about everything, and I found myself waiting outside the stores, attempting to get some service to play Pogo. I didn't really find any. Finally, we wrapped up, and my sister, who was with us, had a craving for some McDonald's, specifically a McFlurry. As we pulled into the parking lot to hit the drive-thru, I stumbled upon a shiny Galarian Stunfisk. While I already have three of them, I couldn't resist catching it. I checked its IVs, and they just kept getting better until they couldn't improve any further. That moment marked my first personal victory in Pokemon Go, catching a wild Shundo. I was thrilled, though I kept my excitement in check since I was in my grandma's car and didn't want to be too over the top. Nah, man. Uh, well, I guess if grandma's driving, don't startle grandma. But uh, yeah, surprisingly, even she, someone who had never played the game, was excited for me. I haven't made it to my uh, I haven't made it my best buddy yet, as I prefer reserving that for something I'm more passionate about. But I will do it someday. That's all for me for now. Have an amazing week ahead. Shiny vibes all. Best regards, Mesa Climber. That Galarian Stunfisk would be so powerful in Ultra League as a best buddy. Yeah, yeah. I know DeFi would be really jealous about that one. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so there you go. Hopefully, that's some that's some motivation to maybe invest best of buddyhood into your Stunfisk. If if you're even interested in PvP, maybe you're not. But even if you are, get it so you can brag. <laughs> so to answer your question about what Shundos I forgot, chat, please don't be upset. Listeners, please don't be upset. <laughs> patrons, please don't be upset about the ones you, I just forgot. You can forgot. be upset, patrons. You've earned that right. I, I'm going to list them by um, numerical order because that's the easiest thing to do. So Doug Trio. Alolan Golem, Ampharos, Slowking, Tyranitar, Wall Rain, Metagross, Latios, Kyogre, Dialga. I somehow oh. forgot my Shundo Lucky Dialga. How'd you forget Dialga? <laughs> it's been so long since I got it. Oh, sure. Sure. Superior Lilypup, Conkelda. Ooh. Haxorus, Hydreigon. Oh my gosh. A lucky a lucky Cabalion. Zekrom Inke and Nihiligo. It's outrageous. So as I said, I play this game a lot. Yeah, too much. Too much. You also do a lot of trades and you're you're very I do a lot of uh, trades. You're efficient and smart about it. Um and uh, you know, you, a lot of those are lucky. And most calm days I don't stop walking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. and do as many field research tasks as possible because yeah yeah um i but i remember getting haxorus this year someone yelled out hundo and then someone next to me yelled shundo and this group i was walking around with we all just turned and it was like 2016 again, and 30 of us just started walking really quickly <laughs> across this park. amazing yeah good we, we live for that and i was the only one in that group of 30 that got the shiny you showed them with your rng (laughs) but if you want to see what the brisbane community sort of looks like when it comes to walking around following reports of four stars from people uh zoe two dots uh was in town earlier in the year for fennekin community day so you'll see a couple cameos from lachlan and that and definitely me yelling it's this cp this direction come on kids <laughs> we love that we need tall loud people at these events i too am a tall louder person um and like when we were doing like our our raid tours in seattle um i remember just yelling raiders on the right to get to the right side of the sidewalk because our group of like you know 30 people were clocking up sidewalks 
<laughs> it's a good time. It's a good time. And also uh, dying inside with those silly hills. True. Yeah, man. As oh much as I miss that was the one thing in Seattle I wish I did was do some of the raid tours. Parts of me are so thankful I didn't attempt those hills. Yeah, but you if okay, if you were in my group, we would have taken care of you because what we did is we would start at a high point and we would just slowly work our way down and not go back up. I mean, eventually I you just, have to go back up, but poor cricket know. was so sick. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. And then because she was paired with Billy and yeah, Trainer Club a- just zooming up the hills yeah a lot a lot of motoring going on there just uh just going yeah <laughs> uh but she powered through rather impressively uh, i know that we, we covered that in our star piece episode with her a bit so um we also have a voicemail from sarah Amanda in response to this pokeball i'm going to play that now hey go cast sarah Amanda here my greatest pogo achievement this year's wayfair this year i've had 820 approved way spots while not all of them appear in pokemon go wow. most of them do Coming over my downtown play area, 79 of the Pokestops there were submitted by me. That's approximately one-third of all the Pokestops there that are mine. So that's like 200-something. I don't know. I was trying to keep the math simple. Anyway, someone who moved from New York called my downtown area a little Manhattan. (laughs) Having been to New York this year, I take that as a great point of pride. Possibly more relatable note, I'm also expanding the community with Campfire. I've seen so many new faces come to our in-person raid hours and raid days that found us through my Campfire postings. It's fun seeing these people be super excited about raid bosses that are so stale to us jaded longtime players. Still explaining Gimme Gold to people, handing out coin bags, and surprising <laughs> people with that inventory item toggle button that collapses the view into three items per row. The way some of these people react, you would think it's Christmas. Well, I mean, it is now, but anyway. That's all. Peace. Sarah Amanda. Oh, I miss Sarah Amanda so much. I haven't randomly yeah. called her out of the blue for a while. Oh, maybe you should do that. Drop, drop her oh. a line. I've got to think time zones. It's a little late no, I now. Think, I, I think it's, it's board little... game night. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, no, Sarah Amanda's great. Uh, but that's not a, a uh, surprise to people listening. Sarah Amanda has uh, written in and, and called it before. But no, that's great. I mean, honestly, like, it's something that never comes to mind. But like when we're playing with new people and like people don't know the, like, the compass trick, and like a bunch of other things like when you tap the compass it faces the way that you're holding your phone like so many people that are like so many people that are very popular content creators even didn't even know it (laughs) and so you can navigate with go if you're like oh this raid, i see a raid which direction is it and you you just don't know because you're not great at reading maps or something like that that's just not how your brain works some people are like that tap that button and then turn around in a circle until it's pointing at the raid and you're like oh it's that way it's in front of you. Tap it twice, it locks it north. Don't get caught with that. You could also tap on the gym from a distance, tap on the arrow on the top right of the gym, press the photos button in the bottom right-hand corner and press open in maps, and it will open in Apple Maps or Google Maps, depending on if you're on iPhone or Android, and you can get uh, iOS navigation or Google Maps navigation with voice <laughs> commands to the location. That works for Pokestops as well, but the button's in a different place. Okay, I didn't know that. That's wild. And you can also do that through Campfire. You can tap on it and open it inside Apple Maps or Google Maps. It'd be cool if they had integration in the game so you didn't have to swap out to the map. Um, they used to have but... integration with Ingress where you would navigate in-game with dotted lines to uh, particular points. Yeah. But when they rolled over to the Pokemon Go engine, um, they just phased that out. 
So. That's fair. That's fair. I feel like the more dense the board gets, the more messy that gets too. But also, like, that's what roots are for. True, true. Um, <laughs> that's also that's also what you know uh, uh, an API that you're just utilizing is for. You know, they're not really you know putting that data in there; they're just interpreting it. But some people would, you know, rather like with on the iPhones, you got that giant island at the top that doesn't take yeah. away from gameplay, or just have Siri or the Google Assistant talk through your headphones just to let yeah. you know where to go. I like um, my dynamic window; it's nice. Oh, that's <laughs> such a weird name for it. Yeah, it's Apple. it's it might not be window. It's dynamic something. That dynamic shelf. Island? Dynamic. I, it might be dynamic island. You might be right. Either way, I think it's really cool. Um, I thought I'd hate it. One one thing I don't like about it is that it sometimes like on the 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 countdown for raids, it like it covers the top of that box. Yeah. It's just like not cleanly lined up, and that bothers me in my brain. Um, but other than it's that, just it's don't look bad. at your the names of parties. Um, when they yeah. shifted to the bottom of the party, now you can't see them on those certain non-pro versions of those iPhones or well, non-Max versions. Don't like that. <laughs> hey, I've been using an iPad recently to play this game. <laughs> you, you should see the amount of My things word. that you just can't do. I've um I've played on an iPad. I've played on an iPad Mini. I've played on an iPad Pro just because I wanted to see because I have them both. One of them's for one of them's for my, the the drone for work, and the other one is for travel and stuff. And I was like, just for just for giggles, let's try go on these. And it's atrocious. It's so squished. If you're trying to do PvP, that battle party thing just fills up the entire screen. You can't see anything. It's nuts. The one saving grace of um the iPad Pros is you can dual screen. On, yeah, like that's you can true. on Samsung phones. So I can have Pokemon Go open and something else open on the left. Like the um, show notes. Like the show notes. Like right the now. show notes. Yeah. Uh, or uh, as an example of what I would do in the real world, I could have Ingress open or in Sarah Amanda's <laughs> case, I could have Pikmin Bloom open at the same time. There you go. That's right. Or, or if I was Chris, Monster Hunter. <laughs> Monster Hunter. I'm going to get you to play at some point. I, I have an account. Yeah, but you got to hunt the monsters, dude. That's the thing. You have to come to Australia and you try and hunt in this summer where the phone's overheating, no. the weather's overheating, you're nope. overheating. No, nope, I'm always overheating. That's my secret. Yep. <laughs> anyway, this week's Pokeball question is, what are your goals as a Pokemon Go trainer for this year? We just spent all this time celebrating previous achievements from last year. It only makes sense and is fitting that we take a look ahead and be like, oh, yeah, I'll do that. I'll do this this year. So, Lachlan, uh, do you have a, a concise, short answer for me? Or do you have a long, long list of things you'd like to get done? Because I know you too I, well now. <laughs> I don't have a super long list. Okay. The medium um, one. <laughs> I think it's more of still just getting FOMO under control. Mm. Like, just be okay that sometimes you miss an event or you miss a shiny. Um, or no matter how many trades you do, you're not going to get that lucky four-star. So, and just spend more time playing this game with other people. There was a while there where I tried to only play the game when I was with someone else who wanted to play the game. Or unless I was walking or exercising. I wasn't just sitting at home refreshing the, the wild spawns or when we had remote raids at a higher level just yeah. seeing what was coming up or if i was getting any invites so just be more independent about what i'm doing and having the game be a complement to my life not be my life if that makes sense 
that makes, I think, uh, a lot of sense. It would probably be rather relatable for people listening. Uh, yeah. The way that they're slowly rolling things out, I don't feel the need to... Um, yeah, like this, the event coming up, I've got the candy XL for everything. <laughs> so I can yeah. take it cool. I don't have to trade. Yeah, good deal. Um, I, I, think, I think something kind of similar for me... Um, I, Pokemon Go has I, I've kind of put it at, at a, a a maintenance level. I play every event and I you know I throw out Pokemon and stuff and I buy more storage, but I haven't like really overhauled my storage or like done a lot of transferring to home like I wanted to do last year, um, or or taken some events as seriously as I would have liked. So I think this year my goal for Pokemon Go is going to be. Um, you know, uh, attend attend every event that I possibly can, but don't stress it if I can't. Um, but like, get my get my Pokemon Go trainer life together, more or less. Like, you know, get my storage all sorted out. Uh, get myself in a in a happy place where I'm not like dreading opening up my storage. Um, kind of just like maybe just spring cleaning, I guess, is a good way of putting that. So, yeah, that's kind of it. Also, kind of an amorphous, rather vague sort of answer from me, but I'm curious to hear what uh, other people have to say. So, dear listener, if you have an answer to this week's Pokeball question, which was once again, what are your goals as a Pokemon Go trainer this year? You can answer when we post it on X slash Twitter at GoCast Podcast. If you'd like to uh, send us an email, you can to mail at GoCastPodcast.com. <laughs> you can also uh, leave us a voicemail by calling 262-586-7717. We actually have a contact like form that you can fill out on the website to GoCastPodcast.com. That's a fun way. If you don't want to actually like use an email address or something, you can just use that. Um, if you're a patron of ours... Uh, we have a, a channel dedicated to the Pokeball every week, so you can put your answer there. And when we read answers on the show, I pull from there first, uh, full disclosure, uh, because they're patrons. And, you know, <laughs> every once in a while, I get a really good response somewhere else. I'm like, I got to include this. <laughs> and then you got emails, and then you got voicemails, and then you got x.com. Yeah. That's right, x.com. Um, but if you're watching on YouTube, the video version, uh, you can also reply uh, to the Poke Poll as a comment. That'll work too. Oh, and if you're listening on Spotify, oh my gosh, if you're listening to Spotify on the mobile app, you can also answer the question there. It gets put there in the inner. There's so much, st- there's so many ways. You got an opinion and you have a preference on how to share it, I'm sure we can meet you. That's right. <laughs> and that's I a go cast Chris. I want to message you on a Facebook page. Oh my gosh, it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> the devil's been defeated. <laughs> uh, cool. And then Zuckerberg's like, haha, threats. I know. And I kind of fell for that one, didn't I? I sure did. Yeah. Um, so that's that's it. I guess speaking of emails and voicemails, Kyle isn't here. Uh, Lockley, would you like to do your best rendition of, of emails? It's time for emails. Good. Oh, yeah. All right. And any more voicemails? And yeah, a couple of voicemails. That's right. Well, why don't we just start off comfortable and we have another one from Sarah Amanda. So let's just do that. Hey, GoCast. It's Sarah Amanda here. Recently, I feel like I've only called in voicemails and I have something to gripe about. Maybe you all think that's all I'm thinking about. So I wanted to let you all know that's not it. And sprinkle some positive affirmations. So, Kyle, that solo episode was very good. I don't think I've said it yet, so I wanted to be sure I said it, and I mean it. Like, back when I was trying to figure out what Pogo podcast to listen to, I first downloaded 10 different ones. One of them, the podcast episode sampled, was a solo cast episode. 
I was like, eh, that wasn't very good to listen to. So, bam, unsubscribed. So, what I mean to say is, like, <laughs> hard to say conclusively, but I think if the Kyle Sill episode were my very first GoCast episode, I think I would have come back next week. Like, it was pretty good. So, Aww. good job, I'd be really man. confused what Chris was also, doing. Also, yeah. I realized, like, I'm not even ultra friends with Chris. Just Kyle. Kyle is winning by numerous days. Go, Kyle. Um, Kyle's also okay, winning. Okay, so what can I say to Chris? Um, I added my rank one ultra league Typhlosion to my buddy rotation because yeah. I need to add something else to my rotation. That's all I got. Oh. Peace, Sarah Amanda. Bye, Amanda. <laughs> well, uh, I hope that Typhlosion is, is doing well. Uh, <laughs> I'll have to make sure that I send this to Kyle so he can hear all the all the uh, positive affirmations. And and yeah, people just love that solo show. It's like, it just, just like, autoplay when I was in my car. And I'm like, ooh. About five minutes in, I'm like, this is, no Chris? this is nice. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's very a very calm, collected sort of experience when it's just It's Kyle. like a late night radio show where you're just wanting something like, relaxing to listen to. Yeah, uh, this is great. People just keep gassing him up. It's been a month, y'all. It's been a month, and people are still gassing him up about that solo show. I mean, me included, honestly. Uh, so maybe that'll be something I'll have to encourage him to do in the future. If I'm like, I got to do, uh, you know, I got to take a week off for a vacation or something. I don't want you to find a co-host. I need you to just do it solo. <laughs> <laughs> you are forbidden. He just gets a co-host and it's just there sitting there silently, yeah. nodding. <laughs> just with a video version. <laughs> That'd be great. Maybe he could put his his dog on. That'd be great. Dog cam. Awesome. Dog cam. Yeah, yeah. These are these ideas are free, Kyle. They're free. Um, we've got another email. Thank you, by the way, Sarah Amanda. We have another email here from a Jason. Hello, Chris and Kyle. This is uh Juice McGee one two three here. Um answering the Pokeball, the latest Pokeball that you put, of what my oh. proudest Pokemon Go achievement from this past Let's play year it anyway. was. And I will have to say that uh, hitting level 50 has been my proudest moment. Yeah! And uh, I say that too, considering that um, I'm a free-to-play player, so um, grinding out the XP throughout the whole year has just been uh, incredible with the kind of play that I do. Um, just to get some highlights of the of the, the year, uh, I started at level 48, and I'm pretty sure I was um, about halfway uh, XP-wise. So I was like one and a half levels away from 50 at the start of the year. Um, making it a goal to hit it by the end of the year. Um, and by Slowpoke Community Day, which was in March, I got to level 49, which was a really nice bonus of the three times catch XP. Mm -hmm. uh, so I got a lot of uh, XP from that event. And then another huge highlight was um, Axie Community Day in June. And that one was a three times catch XP again. Um, and even just from that day, I think I had like four to four and a half million XP just from the catches. And wow. then on top of that, which was another big reason why I got to level 50 is because of all the gifting and friendship level increases. Like I saved a bunch of them waiting for the perfect timing to uh, hit those levels. And so during that Axie Community Day, I also 
gained, I think it was another four and a half million XP just from friendship level. So during nice. Axie's community day, I know I got like nine million XP. So that like, really, really helped. It was really I'll nice. Say. But yeah, the gifting and friendships, I grinded opening and sending gifts like every day. Um, so that was a really, really big, big part of getting to level 50. Um, and then the, the follow-up with a very close second uh, proudest moment of the year is hitting veteran rank in GBL uh, for the first time. Uh, and hopefully this coming year, I hope to hit legend. So thanks again for all you guys do, and we'll see you around. Okay. Uh, Jason is quite the player. Uh, not only that heroic effort for the XP, but then also just throw in at the end there. Oh, yeah, I'm also darn good at GBL, too. Like, oh, that's so good. Good for you. You had a, a banner year. He's gonna. He's coming for us, Chris. Oh, no. <laughs> His Next big email. number's going up. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Next voicemail is going to be, and I've got a podcast, and it's more popular than yours. And I'll be like, oh, well, that was the last thing that I had. So, <laughs> no, but jokes aside, really really good good job and congratulations uh again quite quite a banner year hopefully 2024 treats you just as well if not better we've got uh one more voicemail this one did not have a name um they've emailed a few times I, maybe there was a name the first uh, anyway here you go hey chris hey kyle uh i'm here to leave you guys another voicemail and it's something that i just figured out recently today and it has confused me very largely if you go to the Kalos Pokedex in Pokemon Go and you scroll down to 679 to 681, that Honage. entry is has not been even yeah, seen. And if you look up 679 to 681 on the Pokemon Go uh, Pokedex, it will come up as Hone Edge to Aegislash. Yep. And those Pokemon are not in the game. So I'm a bit confused. Could this be like teasing Hone Edge and Aegislash? And I, I'm just really confused. I, think I just it's... thought that'd be some like nice inter- information to throw out there. But uh, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. See ya. I think with Age of Slash, firstly, thank you for the email. Um, they've they've got a beautiful shiny. Like this this family better get a community today one day. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Just walking around a bunch of swords would be hilarious. Be sweet. <laughs> so the Kalos is in a very interesting position because it's just those three Pokemon plus Volcanion that hasn't been released yet. Mm-hmm. So they're in a weird position where. Oh wait, is Magirna part of that? Magana no? is technically a Lola. Okay, that's one. It's but one of those fringe ones. Kalos. Right, right. I remember. I remember the movie the they were in text. together, yep. Volcanion and Magirna. That's why I was confused. But the the weird, the other weird oddity about the Kalos decks is there's not much left to release shiny. Like mm-hmm. people might think, oh no, there's lots of things. I'm like, well, there's the Scatterbug family, there's the Flabebe family, there's Honedge. <laughs> And then there's Carbink, yeah. Klefki, and Horlucha. 
Oh, geez, yeah. The the other ones are just uh... and well, then Zygarde Deancey, but Hoob has never had a shiny released in any Pokemon game. So, um, yeah, they're really Kalos is nearly milked dry. Uh, so what Kalos had was the Mega Evolutions. So they've been able to sort of use them as like the Gen 6 representation. So every time we get a new Mega Evolution, that's sort of them releasing something from Kalos. Yeah. The the thing with Aegislash, which is Hone Edge, Dublade, Aegislash, it's third evolution, it has a mechanic called Stance Change, where in combat, if it uses a defensive move like Protect or a move that doesn't do damage, it stays in its shield form where its defenses are swapped with its attack. And when it uses an attacking move, like, say, let's just use Tackle or Sacred Sword, it changes from a shield into a sword, and its defenses and attacks swap. Mm -hmm. And it then calculates its damage on its attack, but if it gets hit, it's more vulnerable. The problem this has is how CP is calculated in Pokemon Go. So when it swaps between those forms, because it's meant to do it in combat its CP would radically change. So how would that implement with Go Battle League? Mm -hmm. So what I believe the issue with those three Pokemon is implementing it in a way that works for Go Battle League and works around the lore of the Pokemon. Because you don't want to enter a 1500 cup CP with a 1500 cup CP Aegislash in its defense form, but then its stance changes to a 2400 CP Pokemon just because of how the calculations work. Do you think that the way that they'll go about that is that you just you can change the form like we can with other Pokemon where you can change it due to the cost, uh, kind of like um, uh, Hoopa? Um, or do we think that they'll just be locked to those forms, kind of like Deoxys is? See, my hope was that def- the shield form would be for when it's a gym defender or when it's, say, your buddy but hasn't been fed a berry. And then active form or the sword form could be when you bury it as your buddy or when using it in braids or battles. But how they calculate the CP will affect its viability in Go Battle League. So I think they're probably just working out the kinks, maybe giving Mm -hmm. it its own special formula that has a different calculation to other Pokemon that exist and getting that approved through the Pokemon company. And as it's part ghost type, they probably want to save it for a Halloween event. Maybe they didn't care enough to make ghost types a big deal as past Halloween. So, but it would be a perfect community day for an October. It would. So it really, really would. If yeah. they're looking for a Pokemon to debut during community days this year, it's probably the best candidate. Oh, Rowlet would have been good too, though. Again, we only had just had Froakie in August. I know. I'm just I'm that just way that the end of year recap they can have the one generation because we had that weird situation where Piplup was January 2020 yeah and then it was just like this lone starter in this <laughs> this season this year of community days yeah that's so true. I think they're just trying to keep them together so it's more thematically inclined over a year yeah so that that's my explanation Chris you got any takes when it comes to Age of Slash um I mean I think that I think that reason is is why it is not in the game yet um, but you know, as for it appearing in the Pokedex, that's just how it, that's just how the Pokedex works. They're not trying to tease it or anything else like that. If, if it's a Pokemon, it will eventually, you know, uh, presumptive pre- presuming, right. It, it will be in go at some point in time. Right. So I don't think it's like a, like an Easter egg or anything like that. It's very intentional and there's no hiding that they're going to eventually add that Pokemon. It's just how and when, 
the real Kecleon treatment, you know. It, it's especially relevant with the, the later you get in the game, the more mechanics and gimmicks are given to once-off Pokemon families, yeah. which whereas in Gen 1, Gen 2, they could just roll out them en masse because it was very much a copy-paste implementation, which yeah. is why we saw Scatterbug take so long to get released, um, or why Pokemon yep. like Wishy-Washy still haven't been released from Alola, and Wishy-Washy, Wishy-Washy takes up that space between Lycan Rock and Marini, for example. I hope that Wishy-Washy gets a community day for its release and that the Incense Boys can just lose their minds over it. That'd be great. That'd be Maybe awesome. a research or a limited timed research rate day. Ooh, yeah, there we go. There we go. And you have to rate it in school form in order to catch it in the individual one. Like, that would be sick. I honestly, I would just like it to be a form change because that's what it is. It's yeah. a form change yeah. that only works if it's above level 20. So yeah, but I, even I if don't they want just to scale raid. it up to level 40. I don't want to raid the single one. I want to raid the big group. That'd be cool. And you just catch a single fish. Yeah, I feel like that. that's a cool just canonical experience. <laughs> oh, jeez. Anyway, don't put that fish on the Barbie, right? <laughs> the Barbie is like the Barbie movie. I was not about to say, like- how, do you, how do you put a bar- <laughs> a fish on Marco? <laughs> this Barbie's got a fish on it. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much for the voicemail. Uh, We've got some emails, too. We actually have a lot, so I don't think we'll get through all of them. We'll do a few, and then we'll save some for next week as well. Um, Our first one is from Andrew, and they said, Hey, Chris and Kyle, I've never written in before, but I wanted to say I have been listening since the first episode, and recently I've been doing a re-listen for episode one, and I have to say ever since PvP started in Pogo, we've been told that Hydro Cannon Swampert was the best or one of the best Pokemon to have in PvP. Well, I just have to say, anytime I play PvP, I love when someone brings Swampert because I know I'm going to win the match, or at least have a good chance at winning because my frenzy plant Venusaur makes quick work of him. I think there's some kind of conspiracy that Big Swampert is trying to push this notion that you need to bring a Swampert if you want to win. From my experience, I've only ever lost uh, when I use one. Just thought I would throw my two cents into for the for the matter. What do you guys think? Thanks for the great podcast as always. What about what about you, Lachlan? You think big swampert's at work here? Isn't that just mega swampert? Isn't that big swampert? <laughs> well, we haven't really seen a hydro cannon user change the metagame until Greninja after Swampert. So it is yeah. just a very good move. And the Gen 1, Gen 2 water types, when they introduced that move into the game and balanced it, um, really needed more support than their grass and fire cousins. So Swampert just said, thank you for Alligator for being lackluster. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And, and at the time that Swampert came out, Hydro Cannon spamming in in uh, competitive was was much better than it is now. Because uh, well, Greninja is just cannons. a better Hydro Cannon spammer. Yeah, yeah. Plus, it's got access and doesn't to, have a four times weakness. Right, it's got it's got water shuriken too, and everything, which is great. Um, and night slash recovery. I love Swampert. It, my kip was yeah. my Gen three starter. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Torchic all the way. I'm sorry, um, but I do love I'm me not, a mud I, I am normally the water starter, but Gen two is one of the few times I go with um, not the water starter. Oh, okay. Um, I'll, I'll just leave very- it there before I cause any other rifts. <laughs> anyway uh thank you very much for the email there andrew uh we've got another email here um this from this one is from liono 1001 love that name 
Hello, Chris and Kyle. Lino1001 here. First of all, I want to start my first email to the cast off by saying that your podcast is downright awesome and is the best Pokemon Go podcast around. Also, Thank you. Chris, oh. Kyle's solo episode was so good. I know. But it didn't have the true GoCast feel without you. Aww. It started to feel like every week people would just write in saying that Kyle did spectacularly, and while he did a great job, I just wanted to let you know that I did miss hearing you on the show, and it really wasn't the same without you. And I'm sure you'll be listening and thinking, where the heck is Kyle this week? (laughs) I'm too weak to do a solo show. I need the support. (laughs) If you look back in the archive, it's all those weeks where it was just, and here's PvP Corner. (laughs) Yeah, and that was Chris's contribution for the week. Uh-huh. Second of all, I think you guys may have been wrong about how 2018 Pokemon affect trading nowadays. I waited a week to see if you'd address this in the next episode, but as you didn't, I wanted to let you know this is actually quite a massive boost for some trainers. According to a GoHub article, not all your lucky Pokemon count towards your total when determining whether a Pokemon caught in 2018 or earlier will be guaranteed towards becoming lucky, which is what you guys had said. Every account has a hidden counter of number of guaranteed lucky trades that they participate in. Note that this is not the number of lucky trades you had in total. Lucky friend trades and random lucky trades do not affect the counter. If you trade a Pokemon caught before 31 December 2018, the trade will go lucky if your hidden counter of guaranteed lucky trades is less than 25. Both trainers and trade will have their count increased by one. I've done the same testing with my little brother and all four 2018 Pokemon that we traded all came over lucky. This means as long as you hadn't already done your 25 guaranteed lucky old trade Pokemon. I also have some testing with my little brother and the four 2018 Pokemon that we had traded all came over as lucky. This means as long as you haven't already done 25 guaranteed by old Pokemon lucky trades that you can immediately make some guaranteed lucky trades which is huge due to the high ivs that lucky pokemon always get shundo vibes all i've always been taking advantage of this bonus as i have plenty of pokemon from 2018 sorry to be a nitpicker but i feel like i should tell you guys this because it will be a massive bonus for trainers from 2018 and before especially because the guaranteed trade cap has been increased from 15 to 25 awesome podcast and i'm deeply sorry for this long email why are you sorry for the long email (laughs) you should be I'm with Chris. We are getting Arceus at this go tour. That's right. Yeah, Lino Team Arceus. 1001. Um, now, with the lucky trades, they have changed the system at some point. They never announced the change. So it used to count up the individual lucky Pokemon you had received from those guaranteed trades. So, say you gave me a 2016 Poliwag and I evolved it up to Poliwrath, that used to count as three of those guaranteed trades for your account. Oh. <gasps> Oh, really? But if one of the two people haven't hit their cap, it goes lucky. So if you meet up with someone who hasn't played since trading was introduced, you still get the guaranteed lucky trades off them. It's a very complicated system. It shouldn't be this complicated. But if they made all 2018 and before Pokemon able to be lucky forever, you'd have people really never trading because they would just wait five years for it to become guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. Um, I could have sworn when we talked about this, we did we did mention that it was the time the the limit was based on qualifying trades. It's it's but it's I don't think it's that simple. Yeah, right. The the, 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 for, the thing is just so complicated, and there's no public way of seeing that information. So for mm-hmm. the average player, you might not experience it. Um, and like I don't have anything from 2018 that isn't a hundo. <laughs> sure, so I can't sure. test this theory, but. Um, the older a Pokemon gets, the higher it has of going lucky in a regular lucky trade anyway. So if you've got Pokemon sitting in there from 2019, even 2020, those have significantly boosted chances of going lucky now that we're in 2024. 
Okay. So the okay. best thing to do when you're going through doing trades as someone who trades a lot, search age 366 minus. That shows you everything that's a year or more older and not four star. So not oh. is an exclamation mark. And yeah. then just go through there and see, do I really need 75 of this costume, costume deli bird? I'll trade seven of them, you know? Go th- and that's a good way of getting a higher chance of going lucky. Um, and I think a year is about 10% and a regular trade is 5%. Okay, interesting. So use that what yeah. you will, and I'm sure the GoHub article gives you a lot more information. Yeah, I'll make sure that. I include that link in the show notes so that people can go check it out. Because uh, I am now just like I don't know. I feel like I had an idea or a handle on it, but like you said, things have changed. And shout yeah, out to the GoHub writer I know best, Glorhanto Jar. Anyway, uh, yeah, great. Thank you very much for the email. Pre- always appreciate a fact check too, um, and especially in an area that like I am not nearly as. It's just a very complicated feature. Confident. I was contemplating yeah. writing in about it, and I said, you know what, I can't explain this succinctly. So, <laughs> well, they did a great job. So, thankfully, yes, thankfully, Lino um, did a really good job on that. Yeah, um, we got another email here. This one's from Ryan, and they said, "Part one, hello, GoCast, happy post Christmas." It's Ryan. My greatest Pokemon Go achievement is getting a shiny Froakie after in August my mom had to trade it to me after I couldn't get it then. Ran out of Pokeballs, could not go out, had no money, etc. I was so ashamed as a trainer, it ruined my August calm day. Oh, man. Well, uh, part two, I was wondering how would people uh, who do not have a lot of money prepare for Pokemon Go Tour Sinnoh? I was Pokeball farming while I was out today, and I got 120 of them, which is about one-fifth of my storage. So, yeah, I'm pretty much good for now. That's great. Uh, It's almost... New Year's Eve, uh, I'm probably going to use 50 Pokeballs for that shiny Jigglypuff, and, and once I get it, I am satisfied because I already have the other two Pokemon as shiny. I also want a shiny Party Hat Wurmple if I can go out and do the raids. Lastly, I want a shiny Bronzor because I barely see them in the wild in Texas and want to get it out of the way before Pokemon Go Tour Sinnoh. Yeah, that's not a bad See, call. some people are excited for Bronzor, for the record. So, some people, some people. I like Bronzor. It's one of those amazing perma-boosted shinies. It is, uh, and it does make me feel good when it shines. But I'm like, oh, yeah, it's another bronzer. What is your opinion on having four Pokemon in the wild during the New Year's event? I think it's a really good way. Uh, it's really good in the way that you cannot worry about uh, getting every shiny, but is kind of bad in the way that if you only have one or two Pokemon to hunt and you get them, then you're kind of bored. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Well, as someone who didn't get any of them, uh, when it comes to bag management, uh, so what I did historically when I was starting off in the game, this is before raids. So this is in the old days. Chris and I have been at this a while. I used yeah. to once a week, because if I got my gym coins every day for seven days, that was 350 coins. So every 350 coins, I would buy one storage upgrade going from Pokemon storage to item bag, to Pokemon storage to item bag, and just slowly build them up. And now I'm at... I'm not at max. I'm at 7,000 for Pokemon and 6,000 for items because it's nice round numbers. Or is it 8,000? <laughs> it's 7,000, 6,000 because that's nice yes. round numbers because we can't go up to 8,000 yet. Nope. So that's my best advice when it comes to managing being a free-to-play player. And that still gives you 150 coins every week to do the occasional additional raid pass. Or you can save them up for those bundles. When it comes to getting Pokeballs and having enough item space... You have to be really careful on that day what you're doing. So there's a lot of tasks from field research during the go tours historically, and 
during community days where it's catch three Pokemon for five balls. So really keep an eye out for those tasks instead of the ones which players like Chris and I might go for, which are anything that gives you an encounter with the community day Pokemon. Yeah. So if you can go out and walk, spin some stops, really focus in on the ones that reward you more balls than you put in to get them. And that will keep your stock at about the same. Now, depending on what, if you're a Niantic Kids account or not, and if you have the ability to add friends, opening gifts is an amazing way to get Pokeballs if you do have space in your bag to receive them. So that just depends on if you're a Niantic Kid and if your parent has that setting turned on or not. And even if it's just getting gifts from your parent and other people that your parent knows and trusts to have on your friends list, it's a really good way of keeping your resources stocked up around events. And during the go tour. You don't have to catch every Pokemon if you don't want to, which is hard for me to say. But if you're on a low storage capacity, focus on getting a couple of the Pokemon you want. Maybe some of the regional Pokemon, get a couple extra of them to trade later on to your mum or friends or whoever. And just focus on the shinies and just shiny check, which is so hard for me to say. But in your circumstance, (laughs) that's the best thing that you can do. And you'll have a really good time. But just focus on doing field research if you can. Yeah, and I would uh, I would also um, for field research tasks. If you have a very specific like, if you're getting encounters too, you don't have to catch them. You can put them in your stack, right? Run away from them, and you go back to your research thing. They'll be there. Um, another little tip would be, 100. yeah, make sure that you know. Look up some somewhere online. What is the uh, perfect uh, IV CP for? Rowlet from research tasks. So you'll know if you see a hundo by sight without having to catch it first and then appraise it. Uh, that'll save you a few balls in the moment too. And you can just catch them at your leisure at a later time. Perhaps maybe when you have no spawns around and you have a star piece going or something for something else. Or you nice can pick up one of those log. tasks and say catch up three Rowlet and you've just got three sitting in your research stack that you can just claim and get five balls, which is yeah, a net perfect. gain of two balls. That's right. Plus two, plus two value, value. Yep. Um, but yeah, uh, good luck. And uh, Happy New Year to you as well. Yeah. We've got a couple of other emails here, but we're running a little long here. So I think we're going to save them for next week when we've got Kyle back in the saddle, uh, allegedly. I'm sure he'll be fine. He's already feeling better. Um, So that brings us to the end of the show here. If you'd like to write in um, or call in like these fine folks did, you can by sending uh, emails to mail at gocastpodcast.com or you can call to 62586 seven seven one seven visit our website for all things gocast gocastpodcast.com follow us on x slash twitter formerly known as uh, at gocast podcast if you'd like to help support us oh please subscribe on youtube gocast podcast you'll find us i promise um if you'd like to help support us monetarily you can via patreon and that's spelled p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com and then forward slash gocast podcast where as little uh, as $1, you get access to the Discord and get to hang out and stuff. It's really, really cool. But we do have some elite trainer tier patrons that give quite a bit more, um, and we like to we like to identify them. So, Mr. Lachlan, would you like to, to have the honors this week? Yes, please. So last okay. time I did it in reverse. This time I've put the list into a random list generator. So for anyone at home oh. who sort of tries to say it along with us, I'm sorry. <laughs> But this is the random order that we're doing for this week. Ethan, Daniel, Laurie, Lee, our favorite listener, Drew, too. Stephen, Jason, Justin, Marvin, Abimi, Sarah, Law, Victoria, Arkham, Nick, Bo, Sports, All, Hisui, and Ryan, Camo, William, They Are Aussie, Modders, The Ugly Rot, Brandon, Charles, Michael, and Jacob. Wow. 
I so I love it's all so those people. Weird when it's not in the right order. But I didn't like that. Yeah, <laughs> it's got a natural cadence to it. It's been established now for like year plus. <laughs> and at oh, one man. point, you're going to change sports to actually just say Hisuian Ryan. Well, you know, you know, he uh, he clarified, you know, that it was fine if I didn't want to include it, but I like it because it's a it's a nice little, it's a little uh, trail marker, you know. Oh yeah. Sports or Hisuian Ryan. It's great. Yeah. And he's also a better gifter than you, Chris. Everybody. I, okay. A newspaper there, there is a people. better gifter there than I am. People. There are people worse than you. No way. I send you a gift like once a year. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Cowboy oh, Hat no. Canopy has never sent a gift. <laughs> Mike. He's opened no! my gift once since Mike. the L. Oh yeah, that's okay. I'll, next, I'll see him at uh, another event and I'll harass him for you. I'll be like, "Who's that?" <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Anyway, the uh, G, I guess. Um, if you'd like to help support the show and monetary means or not, you know, in the cards for you, you can still. buy well, first of all, listening. So thank you very much. But you can also leave us a review on platforms that accept reviews. We got two cents. This first one is from Void Knight three five four one. They said, Chris and Kyle, please read this during the show. You got it. No problem. The Rowlet, it'd be funny if it was just that. Uh, the Rowlet Community <laughs> Day event has me hyped because Rowlet is my favorite grass type starter Pokemon. And my question is, what would uh what would you think the best community day was? Or what what do we think the best community day was, I suppose? Signing off, sneaker upper 792, or known on Campfire as Void Boy. We got a few different names going on here. Um, so what do you think the best community day was to to date controversial hot take marie the classic (laughs) (laughs) i had the most fun at that community day because i wasn't playing it um i i really i like the the first ever december re-roll yeah because that was cool it was coming and we didn't know what it was about and i remember walking from my house to the city and home on that saturday in the heat and being so happy at getting my first shiny bulbasaur because that was a community day i just didn't do originally yeah and you and that experience you just can't take it's that first time where you experience this cluster of spawns for people who couldn't go to real world events just different pokemon all having that boosted shiny chance was just memorable magic yeah uh for me it's my first in-person community day in the city i know kyle and i talk about it quite a bit but larvitar community day was magic for me and it's because of that experience largely that i'm still sitting here today in front of this microphone talking about this game uh so yeah uh our other review was from a guy who plays roblox they said hello always wanting to ask you guys one really important question what is your personal favorite pokemon um, I'll answer for Kyle since he's not here. We've got a visual aid for Lachlan on screen right now. Uh, but for Kyle, it's Ghastly. Lachlan, what, uh, for the audio listeners, what did you just hold up to the screen? I just held up my Kamala. Yeah, nice. It's just such a cute Pokemon. It, you know, years ago, I would have said Suicune. But <gasps> there's something about Kamala. I don't know. It's just so relatable. Is is the, the log the Pokemon or is the, the bear the Pokemon? Well, the log's the only thing that changes, and it's shiny. Right. That makes sense. I think the bear is just an accessory. Um, And it rolls around on the log as your buddy. Hmm. 
had you asked me in Gen 5, I would have said Vanillux because it's one of the best Pokemon families of all time, Kyle. Do you really think so? Yes, I love it. Oh, wow. Uh, Pokemon. You know, it's every Pokemon is it's somebody's favorite. I, uh, But I will say I'm surprised that you just said that. <laughs> from, I think it's from fine. Your it's, it's a standout for me. I think it's fine. I just don't think I'm it. like, wow, a Sunday. <laughs> no, but because I, when playing through it, I got the games like the last day that that month would have been winter. Yeah. So I played through it and I got to the route where I caught it and then I didn't see another one for the rest of the game. I thought this must be such a rare Pokemon. Sure. Sure. I fell in love it. with it because I needed a nice oh. type because I knew that there was a dragon gym in that region. Yeah. Yeah. And does it actually like hold up as Vanillux? Is it stats? Like, yeah, are they, are they decent? Okay, yeah, fair enough. But yeah, it's yeah, not when you're doing stuff. quad, yeah. Um, okay, so for myself, uh, Cyndaquil, uh, but it is really almost always closely tied with Scyther as well. Uh, but Cyndaquil's my boy, uh, Scyther and Suicune are right there. Um, so how come you got two Hisuian evolutions and a paradox you know, form? You know, I, I know somebody, my dad works at Nintendo. <laughs> It's not true, by the way. That'd be cool. It'd be really sweet. I don't think I could do this show if my dad worked at Nintendo. This would be kind of you a... You would be able to. I would or I would not? You would, because he's not a Pokemon company. Oh, true. True. Fair enough. Hey, yeah. There you go. Um, yeah, I don't know, Lachlan, but I, I I count my blessings, man. Very happy about it. Typhlosion needed some love. It, it deserved a, it deserved a, a form. It, it needs an item that if it holds like a charcoal, its flames just appear in the overworld. Yes, please. That'd be great. <laughs> Just <laughs> well, anyway, walking around with a slug otherwise. So if you'd like to be like these these fine folks, just like the people that wrote in, I suppose, uh, please leave us a review. It helps us out a lot. Even if it just says, please read this story in the show and that's it, I'll read it. I will. <laughs> It'd be funny. Cool. All right. Uh, that's the end of the show here. We've got to set some goals and then we'll get, uh, we'll get out of here. I did get Kyle's already. So Lachlan, we got to get yours too. What are you... What are you planning on doing this weekend? I would like to get seven shiny Rowlet. And okay. as it's a three times catch Stardust, I would like to get 250,000 Stardust over the day. Amazing. Anything else? Um, I would like to get... How close is this to Best Buddy? I can't just say that because that's not how it works for me. My ditto is 111 <laughs> hearts away. What's it? Friday, Ooh. community days, tomorrow. No, I can't. <laughs> Uh, okay. All right. Well, hey, two those two are great. Kyle also just two. sent two. Nice. Yeah. Nice, easy, simple goals. Yeah. Uh Kyle set 10 shiny rowlet and Max's under rowlet that he already has. And for me, 20 shiny rowlet, 200,000 stardust, and 50 eggs for the week. And uh, my, my seven is just so that I can get one to stay as a rowlet, one to stay as a rowlet, which could evolve into Hisuian uh, Decidueye potentially next month, Dartrix Decidueye, and then the last three are to go to Pokemon Home. Because I already have the shiny Hisuian Decidueye in Pokemon Home. Couldn't you just hold on to two Dartrix instead of an extra Rowlet in anticipation? Because there's no Hisuian Dartrix. Yeah. Might as well just be safe. Yeah. Uh, it's cuter to put in gyms. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's it. That's it for the show, Lachlan. Thank you very, very much for uh, for filling in for Mr. Kyle. I appreciate it. Well, it is my pleasure. And... I'd like to give another tease to our fifth episode of Starpiece. Okay. It's not Charpedia. And it's not 
Squarepedia. Squarepedia. <laughs> Squagarden. Good one. Good one. Chargarden. So, oh, there you go. I think a chargarden would be sweet uh, because it'd just be like a big park, but it's all just grills. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Anyway, thanks everybody for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.